Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Michelle Joy Phelps, and I am joined now with uh, Behind the Gloves correspondent uh, Jermaine, as well as uh, Dillian White's head trainer, uh, Javier Miller. Uh, you guys, uh, thank you for getting on the call to uh, discuss what is currently a, a heavy topic at the moment, given what's what's surrounding the situation with the WBC. Um, Jermaine, thank you for even having, you know, orchestrating the phone call. I know at one point we're going to have a Dean White, we're also going to have um, Nick, is it Prempe, who is the corner man to Dillian White. Um, Javier, <laughs> what's, the, what's the current, you know, tone with the, with the team right now? I mean, what, what, what's, the, what's the vibe? I mean, it looks like the fight's not happening next. Well, we're, we're, listen, we're in good spirits. I mean, this is this is boxing. You know, uh, you never know what can happen. Um, we're training for Tyson Fury. That's what we. That's that's the fight. You know, we all want next, and uh, we're doing our part. You know, um, we're a very close knit unit, and you know, it's always just business with us. You know, um, regardless of what's going on, you know, a boxer's job is to be in the gym and get themselves ready. And that's always what we've been doing. I mean, that's what we've been doing since the time I've known Dillian. Dillian's always been a professional. So we're just doing what we have to do. And, uh, you know, we just keep ticking over until it's time. As of this morning, I was reading in one of the articles that there was now permission from the WBC for Tyson Fury to go ahead and fight someone else um, in March. How is Dillian sort of handling this because he's, he's been waiting for three years now to get this <laughs> world title shot. Yeah, Dillian will handle it the same way he always has. It's, not, it's never been an easy road for him. Um, he's always had to do things the hard way. He's been doing things the hard way ever since I met him and obviously I knew of Dillian and his journey before. And uh, I, I don't think he'd have it any other way anyway. Boxing is a hard, hard game, a hard, hard sport. And, um, you know, you have to be prepared for absolutely anything. I mean, you train really hard for a fight. It could be 10 weeks in and then, you know, there's an injury and then 
You know, you've got to go away and start again. This is boxing. It doesn't, it's, we're not the only team this happens to. You know, if you want to be involved in the sport of boxing, you have to be, you have to have thick skin. You know, you have to be mentally very tough. And, um, and that's what we are as a team. I haven't seen someone have such a series of unfortunate events, one after the other, when it comes to getting to this moment. Everyone seemed excited. It seemed as though that it was going to happen because the WBC said it must happen next. I just want to know, like, I know you guys are just, you have no choice but to sort of accept what it is at the moment. You guys are going to have a court hearing in March. But it, it, how do you not allow that to frustrate you guys, given that, like Eddie Hearn said, why, why not let it go to Perspitz? Well, I, I think, listen, this is, this is what you have to do in this sort of situation. You just, you just keep going. You have, to, you have to keep going to work, regardless of what happens. I mean, there's no point anybody being frustrated now at this moment. You know, it's, a, it's been a frustrating journey from the beginning. You know, and it's not just Dillian, it's, you know, like a lot of boxers have to deal with this sort of thing. That's just, I mean, what goes on behind closed doors needs to remain behind closed doors until, you know, an official announcement's been made. Um, you know, there's, I, I, I haven't got anything new to report. This is just what's been going on. I mean, even with the, with the pandemic, when the last couple of years, it's been very hard for people in boxing full stop. I mean, full credit to, to guys like Eddie Hearn, who keeps putting on shows. You know, Warren, whoever, you know, these big promoters, they, even behind closed doors, they kept putting on big shows so these guys can continue to get paid. But that's what boxing's about. I mean, what would people have preferred, like, to be sitting on the shelf for two years? You'd rather go out and box. So, you know, it's, it's just one of those things. And when, as soon as I hear any news, I mean, everybody seems to hear the news at the same time these days anyway. It's not like it was before in my time of boxing. I mean, there was no discussions about contracts and so on and so forth, like, on social media. It's like, you know, when the fans know, they know. Um, in, these, in this day and age, it's like everyone seems to know what's going on all at the same time. It's hard to keep anything from anybody these days because everybody just wants to know and then everybody wants to report the news first. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't have anything new to bring. All I know is that we just got to get ready. And, you know, fingers crossed it will be the fight that we want. You know, um, I, I don't see the point in Tyson Fury really having another fight. I mean, it wasn't that long ago that he boxed anyway. Um, and he's had, he has had a couple of tough fights. I don't understand why they'd want to do that anyway. And the kind of fighters they're talking about fighting hmm, doesn't really make that much sense to me. Um, you know, you've got your number one contender, ready to go. That's what should be happening next. Jermaine, would you like to... Hey, Jeff. Have you, have you and your team looked at the possibility that you might have to fight someone else? So have you been looking to... Obviously, you, you said that you're... Your plan, and you've been fighting. You're looking to fight uh, Tyson Fury next, and that's the plan. Yeah. And that's what you've been preparing for. But yeah. has there been any doubt in your mind that you might have to look elsewhere for an opponent to face next for Dillian? If that happens, Jermaine, honestly, if that happens, it happens. You know, fighters want to be active. If that happens, it happens. You know, that's that. That'll be up to Dillian and his and, and his team. When I say team, you know, Dillian has, you know, his, his advisors. You know, we're we're a coaching team. You know, we we get the phone call and are told what's going to be happening next. You know, Dillian has a team to deal with those things. So if that's going to be it, that's going to be it. Then we'll look at another opponent. But right now, my focus is well, we, he's worked, we've worked this hard to get here. You know, um, you know Dillian got himself back in position by that, with that great win over Povetkin. You know, and um, really, we should be next in line. That's what should be happening. So really, that's the only vocal point. That's the only talking point at the moment as far as we're concerned. 
um, what everyone else is doing outside of that, we can't really get too involved in that. You know, um, this is the business, and that should be happening next. They shouldn't really be able to do anything else. To be honest with you, he should, if he wants to really be boxing anybody else, and he should be looking to to vacate then. That's what should be happening. But like I said, boxing, strange game, strange game. Um, we just did a team Zoom call where we discussed the topic. We sort of rinsed every option possible in regard to what's happening at the minute. And, yeah. um, and Joe Anker actually asked a question that I can't answer, and I'm hoping that maybe you could give us some insight, was when she said that the arbitration court date is scheduled for March. We know mm -hmm. that Tyson Fury wants to fight by March, no later than March, she said, right? Is there no way that the WBC could move that date up? Is there, is there not an option to have the date sooner so that we could actually try to get the fight made between the two of them? I, in my experience, legally, I don't think that's possible. Once it's arbitration, then you know, that's like, that's law, that's set. Um, doesn't mean to say things can't be going on behind the scenes while it's going on. That's why Tyson Fury is maybe looking elsewhere. Um, you know, but the, the rules are the rules. I and mean, once that's set, that's it. So either way, we're going to get a shot at the WBC title. And that's, and that's, and that's what makes me happy. You know, that finally Dylan's going to get his shot because he worked so hard to get there. So, you know, no one needs to panic. Nothing happens before it's time. It is what it is. Tyson Fury had said, you know, he, he knows a thing or two about how arbitration can go and mm -hmm. how long it could actually draw out. And mm -hmm. I think that's one of the concerns is, you know, if they do wait till March, let's say, and nothing is decided by that point, it can continue to draw out. And as you know, inactivity is the worst thing for a fighter. Um, are you guys pretty secure in knowing that is, is an answer going to be given by March? Or is that like the first hearing you're having in regards to what's happening? I think, I think on their end, honestly, I don't really like talking too much about <laughs> the other team, because they're doing what they're doing, but they say a lot of things. Tyson says a lot of things. Like every day is something different. I don't follow what this guy says, honestly, because I don't think he knows what he wants to do next. You know, the guy is it's just, it's just a bit different, a bit strange. But this is what promoters do anyway. Mm -hmm. Frank will say what he has to, he'll say whatever he wants to say. Then Bob will say whatever he has to say. But at the end of the day, in, in a few weeks' time, the rules are going to be set anyway. So they can play this game what they want. Like I said, all I, all I focus on is just training. You know, when it's time to push that button, we're ready to go. And that's what we're looking forward to. I mean, they know that this is a very, very dangerous fight. Tyson Fury I mean but it's gonna happen anyway it's gonna happen what do you make of and mind you Jermaine if you ever want to chime in by all means I don't want to take over but um what do you make of the fact that people are saying that Dillian is completely outbidding himself and he's not worth 10 million dollars uh, this is I mean listen if we if we if there was no talking points there'd be nothing to talk about there's always going to be something I mean listen he's a it's supposed to be a fair split. Yeah, do a fair split, we do the fight. You know, Dillian's been around long enough. He knows exactly what he's doing. His team knows exactly what they're doing. You know, he will get what he's deserved. You know, and 
as soon as we get a shot at that title, we win that title, then, you know, sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll be looking to defend and go on for a while. You know, Dillian, Dillian is, is, you know, he's boxed so many good fighters now that this is, this is the best time possible for him to challenge for a world title. He's, he's seasoned, ready, in his prime. And, you know, there's not a star he hasn't come up against. You know, he's been around a long, long time. You know, it's not just what you do in your fights, you know, it's, it's inspiring. He's been, like I said, he's been in the game so long that, you know, he's, he's, he's so ready. And I just can't wait to get a shot at this title, you know. It's, it's what, what we've been waiting for for a long time. Jeff, so, uh, I know obviously we've known each other for a while now. And how big would it be? How, how, how big of an achievement would it be for you to get this title shot and to win it with Dillian? Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, this has all been, I mean, Nick will tell you when he comes on, you know, that's, that's my business partner, the other head coach at the gym. You know, this is, this is all, as far as we're concerned, this has all been scripted. You know, from the time, you know, we, I started coaching, from the time I had that long run in the amateurs, you know, all the pros that I've worked with, you know, this has all been in prep for this. You know, we, we saw this coming a long, long time ago. Like I, said, like I said in previous interviews, people are only talking, uh, mentioning my name now. I've been around a lot longer than a lot of people. But I decided, you know, I was advised to take my time and spend as much time, you know, in the amateurs as possible and um, work with as many pros as possible. But I've actually done it the long way and the hard way, you know, through the amateurs, small circuit, then TV. You know, I'm not one of those guys who someone's just picked up and then, you know, they do, just because they're working with a fighter that's well-known, they're thrusted into the spotlight. No, I've been around a long, a hell of a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, Dillian knows what it is. You know, he's a smart guy. He knows I know, <laughs> I know my stuff. Um, he's seen the fighters that I've got, the fighters that I've built from scratch. And, and again, you know, coaches should be judged on who they built. You know, you don't just get guys that already good fighters for the GB system or have already been world champions. You know, I'm building guys from guys that actually walked in, the, in, in a boxing gym that have never boxed before. And, 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 now you're, and now you're seeing them perform. So, you know, we're, we're more than ready on, on, on all sides. And obviously with the addition of Harold Shadow Knight, a lot of experience with Lennox Lewis, you know, we've got a very good team and Magic's been around Dillian for a long, long time. One of the best hand wrap guys in the business, one of the best cut men in the business. So, you know, great team, great team along with Alan's side. So yeah, we're happy. Are you guys possibly looking at like the silver lining to the situation, which could be, <clears throat> for example, um, we know at this point that the undisputed fight is constantly being discussed, right? So there's the chance of whoever Tyson Fury ends up fighting next, the following fight is going to be the winner of Usyk versus Joshua, right? We know that's coming. So would you look at that from the perspective of, well, hey, if, if, if it plays out this way, we get the winner of the undisputed? Well, listen, the, thing, the main thing is now is that we're, we're in the game. You know, once the WBC ordered that we're gonna get that shot of the title, we're now in that. We're now in the game, and that's the most important thing: is to work this hard to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that's a dream to be involved in an undisputed heavyweight championship fight. I mean, that's just that's just lining, right? That's, that's 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 major, and especially especially if it's two UK guys as well. 
I mean, you can imagine. I mean, oh, Michelle, you've been around a long time. You've seen the kind of events that Eddie puts on. Yep. Massive stadium fights. Of course, that's a dream. Right. And that's what you want. you want. You want to make history. You know, Lewis beat Bruno was great fight. A great fight. There's just something special about these big UK fights, you know, like Eubank, Ben. There's something special about them. I'm just really looking forward to it. Right. Jermaine, do you want to... Yeah, I, I echo that. That's what you just said, UK fights. I live just right at Wembley Stadium, just behind me right now. Dev, you're from the area as well. You know mm -hmm. what it'd be like to have 90,000 plus fans in the stadium. Wembley, Wembley, that's All just... British heavyweight title fight. We haven't seen since 1993. Obviously, Lewis Bruno would be something Brilliant. amazing. That would be amazing. Like I said, and the way people are talking now recently about this, uh, about Khan and Brook. Listen, this is going to be a great fight. It's going to be a great fight. I don't know. I know everyone keeps going about, yeah, you know, it's taking too long to make it and so on and so forth. But like I said again, you have to know your boxing history. You know, the Hearns and Leonard rematch was brilliant. You know, the both guys are past their prime, but when two guys have had a lot of experience and they're, you know just past their prime, but they're still very competitive, mm -hmm. you know, and both guys seem to always fight with top caliber guys. So you don't even know what they've actually got left at this level. You know, I think it's going to be a fantastic fight. It's a fight I definitely want to go to. And, um, you know, I'm a massive fan of, uh, of Kel Brook, but also, you know, I respect Khan. So it's going to be a great fight. I mean, since you just brought it up, like, who, who do you see winning that fight? I'm a big fan of Kel. I, I do like Kelbrook. Um, you know, I thought it was amazing him traveling out there and beating Sean Porter. I mean, that's history, you know, doing something like that is major. Um, but Khan, you know, Khan's beaten a lot of good guys, you know, Colazzo, Maidana. Khan, they only seem to talk about his losses, but he's, he's got a lot of good wins against good guys, you know. So, yeah, it's, just, it's hard. It's a toss up. And even at their primes, it's 50 50. Now, past their primes, it still looks like 50 50. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great fight. Why Great do fight. you think, and Jermaine, I'm curious to know your thoughts on this too, but why do you guys think it didn't happen sooner? Because everyone has an opinion about that. Everyone seems to believe one was ducking the other. So who do you think was, I guess, the, the problem, the, the holdup on why the fight didn't manifest sooner? Because when you do follow the timeline, right, from the beginning, mm. it was always like, well, you need to get a world title. Well, then you got a world title. Well, then you need to do this. Well, then you need to do that. And then it was like mm. constant hoops that it seems as though Kel had to jump through to get a shot at, at Amir because Amir was the bigger name. He was the bigger draw. And so Amir sort of baited that with him, and he knew that. 
But then there came a time where it's like there were no reasons why the fight could not happen. And then yeah, crazy, crazy. And it still didn't happen. And now, mm. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm not trying to sound like a Debbie Downer, but until they weigh in, I'm <laughs> not gonna, I mm. still cannot wrap my head around the fact that the fight is still going to go go on. So mm. until those guys weigh in, I'm like, all right, the fight's happening. <laughs> no, that fight, that, that fight's going to happen because it, 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 there's just too much money on the table for both guys. It, it's, so to me, now's the time. I mean, uh, I think before, maybe one guy thought they were the A-sides. Maybe that's why they were you know, putting demands on, on the other guy. Um, but I think right now, I think it is genuinely 50-50. I don't know what the split was, but to me, both fighters have done great things in their career. I mean, like I said, Khan's beat a lot of good guys, but Kel with that win over Porter, I mean, to me, that's a massive, massive win against one of the best guys around. And Alice proved to go on to be one of the best guys with best weight waterweights. So, um, yeah, I think it's just the, it's the right time. And again, not to, to dismiss their victories, their wins and their accolades, but they have, they have the, the highest, I guess the biggest accolades of their records are, have been years ago, years ago. We're not talking mm -hmm. about six months, yeah. even a year ago. So there's that argument of, people not really knowing who's going to really step up and, and win that fight. Because I think at one point, you know, you always would hear back two, three, four years ago, oh, Khan's going to beat Brooke because he's got the speed and he, you know, <laughs> and, and he's more active, right? Because that was always mm -hmm. his argument. He was more active. But then, you know, Kel's got the power and, and, and Khan's got a suspect chin. So there's like, there was all of that. But now we really don't know what to expect because neither one of them Aside from, I want to say, the Terrence Crawford fight, which was ended controversially, we really haven't seen either one of them in with high-level opposition in quite some time. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, but both, but both guys, honestly, they, um, they've always fought some of the best guys around. You know, to be fair, I mean, Kel jumping up two weights like to fight Golovkin. I mean, I, I was at that, at that weigh-in. And I couldn't believe the difference in size between the two. I thought this is actually like, it was like this is like this is a crazy fight. It doesn't make no sense to me. Kel looks so much more smaller than, than Golovkin, but he went in there and he gave everything. You know, he landed some good shots on on Triple G. And um, you know, and again with Khan, you know, Khan's box Canelo. I mean, like I said, his his CV's is hot as well. I mean, box Danny Garcia. But these guys, they always seem to be doing really well early in the fights. But you see, the guys they're boxing are just obviously a, le a level or two above them. And that's why it seems to change, like, you know, from the midway onwards. I mean, even Kel's, Kel's fight against, um, against, um, against Crawford, he looked very sharp early. I mean, he landed the jab regularly. I mean, he was doing really, really well early until he got clipped. Mm -hmm. You know, um, Khan was doing really good against Canelo early until Canelo caught up with him. So the, the quality and the caliber of both guys is evident. It's there. That's why I think putting them together makes a lot of sense at this stage in their careers and seeing, you know, who really is going to come out on top and the bragging rights for that fight is going to be crazy. Yeah. It's also, obviously, both of them have a massive fan base over in the UK. We've seen straight away. I think the ticket sold out in, a, in 60 seconds, apparently. Yeah. yeah so apparently, on a, on a, I, think, I think it was on an hour, tickets sold yeah. out completely. So that just shows you how big this fight still is. Right. That, could, that fight could have been five years when that still would have been big. I mean, we would have loved to see it five years. Before, before now, but it's gonna—it's a major fight, ma major fight. 
But you're always going to get that argument, aren't you? Like, look when Mayweather fought Pacquiao. Everyone was like, oh, it should have happened four years ago. I mean, mm-hmm. look at the event that it ended up being. People still want to see these grudge matches. Like, they, they these no guys who genuinely hate each other. Yeah, we we we're, we're all guilty. We we can't we can't we can't let go of the past. As, as boxing fans, we just can't. You know, if Floyd Mayweather said today he's going to come back, then the whole boxing world would stop. We can't let go of the past. And look when Tyson was making a comeback. You know, this, this is what happened when these guys. You know, they they get they gave us so much that we selfishly we wanted to come back like past their prime. But you know, they just they just icons in the sport, and we just love to see them. Well, when we were talking about, you mentioned, you know, there's always going to be the aid side to situations and, you know, uh, that, that there's always that carrot sort of dangled because when someone is in the, in the position to be able to do that, they're able mm-hmm. to, you know, you know, finagle their way into getting what they yeah. want. There, the yeah. uh, in the situation with Dillian White and Tyson Fury, obviously Tyson being the A side, um, do you agree with the 80-20 split that they're trying to offer? Is, is in your opinion, obviously mm-hmm. you guys are still asking for a flat rate of $10 million plus a percentage. Were you guys okay with the 20%? Do you feel that that was fair? I don't know all the details of the ins and outs because I don't get involved in that. But to me, to be honest with you, to me, that's, that's an insult. That's an insult. I mean, um, <laughs> it's, it's just... It's, this is not, it's not a voluntary defense where you can just go in and just negotiate what you want. He's number one. Like, you know, there's rules that should be followed. I mean, Tyson Fury is not exempt from them rules. So, you know, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. But, you know, you've got to come, you know, with a reasonable, you know, with a reasonable offer, reasonable discussion or else it's going to cause, cause problems, you know. Mm-hmm. The, the, these guys, they have to understand, you know, with, with boxing, you know, I mean, there they, they, they really needs to be like, almost like one governing body governing everything. So you can't just get away with offering these crazy splits. I mean, like I said, if it's a voluntary, it's a different conversation. You're giving someone an opportunity, they kind of got to take what they get. But this is not that kind of situation. I mean, somebody fought hard to get here, get to number one, and you know what the split is, you know, for, uh, for a challenger. And that's the way it is. And then Dillian, Dillian, Dillian's a smart guy. He knows what he's doing. There also needs to be, and I know Jermaine, we've, I think we were just sort of briefly talking about this in the last call, was there has to be some sort of, you know, I guess this common ground, this common understanding that, that all the sanctioned mm-hmm. bodies are going to operate pretty similarly. You know, we're seeing guys who are mandatories for two, three years. And in other cases, mm-hmm. you get, for example, the IBF going, you're either going to fight them or you're going to vacate. Like, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? So sometimes you just, it doesn't make sense. And I think that's what frustrates fight fans, right? Because it's like, why were they able to make that one happen? Why did they force it to happen? But Mm -hmm. this sanctioning body isn't forcing it the way that they should. Exactly. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying is there's no point getting, like almost getting frustrated because we know, we know what it is. Like, you know, you just have to just stay ready and just deal with the business because this is always going to happen. Like this has been happening for years. I, I, I know someone that was rating the WBC for a long time and like they were number one. They couldn't get a title shot. I'm not going to say their name, but like I said, it's just, I, I personally know them and exactly what was going on during that time. Right. You know, it's around, around the late 90s, like early 2000. 
You know, this is this is this has been going on. You know, these governing bodies we need to get together and start. I mean, even the rankings. I mean, you you'll have like the WBC will have their ranking, and then the IBF will have theirs. It's just completely, it's a complete opposite to it, and it doesn't make any sense because these guys, you know, you should be based you should be based on the caliber of the opponents that you boxed. You know, it should it should really be like a point system, mm-hmm. and these guys there should be a, it should be straightforward. Like who is one to five is one to ten. It should be it should be simple, mm-hmm. just like with these with the splits. You know, for the you know, once it's a number one contender, it should be straightforward. There shouldn't be any arguments. Obviously, I know you've got the ins and outs. You know, you're talking about a, a cut of this and a cut of that. That's fine. But the actual purse should be straightforward. It shouldn't be complicated. Mm-hmm. So, have you just mentioned about the uh, rankings? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think if Dillian was high up on the IBF or WBA's rankings that he probably would have took an alternative route to become the world champion and went down a line of fighting for one of those belts? I've still got no idea. Obviously, since I've been involved with Dillian for the last two years, it's always been about the WBC. So I don't know if there is any discussions of doing that beforehand. But this has always been the focus since I've been involved with Dillian. Was listen, you know, we want a WBC title shot. Like, don't sorry, don't interrupt you, but it was probably it was because it always seems like okay, it is going to happen next. Okay, it is going to happen next. Okay, it is going to happen next. And then <laughs> the next thing you know, you're three years down the road, and you're like, shit, this still hasn't happened, right? Mm. And then. And then the most heartbreaking was when we witnessed him lose to Povetkin mm-hmm. in the first fight, and you just thought, "Well, goddamn!" Like, mm. All that he mm. continues to take challenge after challenge after challenge. He's mm-hmm. not even fluffing up his record. He's not even giving himself a break. He's keeping himself constantly tested, prepared. I like to say prepared because you want to fight good level opposition to prepare yourself for when the time comes to fight the champion. But it was, it was just constantly like, it was just, Oh, it was just heartbreaking. I remember watching that moment and just thinking, shit, there goes, there goes the title shot that he's been. Well, it's, it's almost, it's almost like a throwback mentality. I mean, obviously the era that I'm, that I'm in love with is like the eighties, nineties, you know, but these guys fought good competition, like, you know, on a regular basis. But what it did, it made them complete fighters. You know, you've got to keep fighting good guys. And even my guys coming up now, obviously I've had quite a few of my guys, I've actually had them through the amateurs and they're turning pro now. Um, But, you know, I'm saying the same thing to them is that, you know, I don't take easy fights for them because to me, it's character building. You know, I want them to get good fights. So when they do eventually get a shot at a European title, world title, you know, they're well prepared for it. You know, I'm not not interested in fighting guys you can just knock over in one or two rounds because, to me, you don't learn anything. You know, you've got to go through these hard fights, you know, because otherwise there's no way you're going to be prepared for that for that moment. You want to be as best prepared as possible. And isn't that what, that's exactly what Dillian's done. You know, he's made sure he's boxed good guys so he's best prepared. So I, I, I'm pretty sure neither one of us can answer this question, but I have to ask it. I just, because I, I, I don't understand why it's different for one and not for the other. Um, so when, when Tyson Fury was caught up in arbitration with Deontay Wilder, he was not allowed to fight anybody else, <laughs> right? He was not allowed whatsoever because they needed to have the outcome of arbitration be known before they can make mm-hmm. the next move. I know they were planning ahead in hopes that arbitration went in their favor. Yeah. 
So what makes this situation different? Why are, why isn't it being held out till March mm -hmm. for it to be decided? Well, that's, and that's what we're, that's exactly what we're talking about earlier, earlier with the consistency from all the governing bodies and the rules and regulations. Then you, you see, you made a very good point. This is the argument, but obviously they're going to say, well, you know, we had a signed contract for the trilogy, but really there isn't any difference. If you've gone to arbitration, not to arbitration, you should really be, to be able to do anything else. It should mm -hmm. be simple, but again, lines are blurred. And this is why, you know, boxing fans and people in boxing generally get frustrated sometimes because it, it shouldn't, it, this shouldn't be happening. But like I said, nothing surprised. When you've been around as long as I am, like an, I'm like an old man in boxing. There's nothing that can surprise me. I've seen, I've seen a lot, even from a young age when I used to be at different gyms you know, around the world. You know, I'm, I was I was the guy that was in the corner just just watching and observing, and I've seen and heard a lot of things. Like it's just, it's just not nothing surprising in boxing. Yeah, you mentioned that. I want to ask you, Dad, do you think there's some, some sort of agenda against Dylan? Because the way he's been treated over the years, a lot of uh, British boxer fans probably think there's some sort of agenda from the WBC towards him. Do you think that might be true, or do you or not? I don't like getting into the getting into getting into those sort of discussions. To be honest with you, like I, I think a lot of boxers at times are treated unfairly, but um, the fighters know exactly what it is. You know, um, it's part of the game. It's part of the game. Like you know, again, either you're built for it or you're not. You know, I always say to the guys in my gym coming up. You know, I said, you know, sometimes you know, watch Dillian the way he manoeuvres and handles his affairs, and you know, not just not just. Not just the training, but the business side of the game as well. You watch carefully because you have to know how to handle yourself. Otherwise, you know you get, you get caught cold. You know you've got to understand exactly exactly what it is that you're involved in. It doesn't matter what what work you're actually involved in. You know you have to understand the business. That's the most important thing is to understand what you're involved in. You know, and Dillian just he's one of those guys that he knows exactly what it is, and he's always just kept himself ready. And stay positive, and he's got positive people around him. You know, I will say to him, let's just focus on training. You know, he can't wait to get in there. You know, we just we do, we just want to work. We enjoy what we do every day. You know, fight night is just you know that's the that's you know we've done all the hard work. Fight night is, is what it is, but we just love to be in the gym every day. Uh, currently, where is Dillian? Is he taking some time off right now? Is he currently you know in training? Oh, no, we're always training. We're always training. All, all my fighters were always training. I mean, um, I just come from the gym about three, four hours ago, just training Yusuf Kamari. And obviously, we planning what we're going to do with him next as well. But we're always in the gym. You know, I just um, spoke to Kay Prosper like yesterday. He's in the gym. He's, from, he's in Luton. So all my guys are ticking over and staying ready. Right. Keeping prepared. Well, thank you so much for your time. We were going to wait for the two others to join, but they have not joined yet. So... I think we've pretty much covered all of the topics that we, um, that I, you know, that we wanted to talk about, but I wish you guys all the best, honestly, and I sincerely mean that. I, I have continued to vocalize how much I'm rooting for Dillian to Dillian, have Dillian, his yeah. world title shot. Like I yeah. truly believe that he deserves it. Now who will win? May the best man win, but he deserves his shot, and I hope that he gets that sometime soon. And hopefully, if it's not next, like I said, hopefully the silver lining is, well, then fine. If, you, if I don't get it, then I get the Undisputed Champion first out the gate 
no one, no one else, no other mandatory gets the shot but me. And who knows? Maybe that will be the case. Which well, stay positive. Stay, stay, stay positive. Big things are coming. And I always, <laughs> always say nothing. Nothing happens before it's time. That's why I don't get frustrated. Yeah. Because I know when it when it happens, that's that's because it's supposed to happen at that time. So, stay positive. You're right. What's meant for you will not pass you. So when exactly. it happen, it will happen. Absolutely. Uh, Jermaine, do you want to say anything before we sign off? Uh, I'd like to say, obviously, uh, I hope you guys had a lovely Christmas and, uh, and I hope you Thank guys you. have a better 2022. And Javin, I'm looking forward to seeing you and your fighters back out in the new year. And I wish you nothing but the best going into 2022. Thank you very much, both of you guys. Have, have a good evening. Have a good new year. Looking forward to 2022. Yeah. Happy New Year's, guys. Hey, Fight Fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps. Make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel by clicking this icon right here and hit the bell button below so that you can receive an alert every time we upload a new video. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.